When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, g'day, welcome. A few little late changes to the run sheet here, so that's nothing like sorting it all out on the run. Uh, how are you? Welcome to the show, listeners, and uh, Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher here to entertain you, hopefully the next uh, hour or two. Woogie Matthews pushing the buttons and uh, some breaking news and... Some late-breaking news, Sats. There's so much happening. You've confused me because I'm, I'm not sure which one you're talking about well, is late-breaking. I know the, well, the, the big story one, today, big yeah. story, or a couple of big stories today. One doesn't involve rugby league. One involves cricket with Michael Slater and his comments over the last 24 hours. There's another one. Um, of course, the expansion in rugby league. Yeah, that, well, that's the breaking news. Yep. What's the late-breaking news? The, the, well, the breaking news is around the 17th NRL okay. team, and, yep. and by Friday, um, submissions are, are going to get underway. And they've been, the three Brisbane teams, I believe, have been invited to to put their submissions in. Uh, and you're not allowed to comment on that at all, Sats. We have to keep declaring that throughout the show and stopping you from butting in whenever we're talking about Conflict it. Conflict of interest. Exactly. Mm. Now, late-breaking news yep. is that after uh, several positive COVID-19 cases, the BCCI has indefinitely suspended the IPL. So if you don't know what that is, that's the the... Board of Control for Cricket in India mm. has suspended the Indian Premier League, which is the big money spinner yep. for uh, Indian cricket. This is on the back of cricket. some of the support staff for one of the sides returning positive tests and also some of the the groundsmen as well where one of the uh, the teams plays and hosts the games um, has also tested positive as well. So. Keep talking, Sats, because I'm just moving something I, I here. can't. You're on my microphone, <laughs> Gary. Do you, do you realise <laughs> I'm the one here who doesn't have a proper Guys, operational computer? You, sorry, sorry. Do you realise we're on the radio? Yeah, yeah, we're on the radio. We're right. Okay. People just are checking. with us. They're tuning mm, in. Just checking. Probably tuning out as well. So, uh, look, we a couple of things. We want we want you to uh, get involved. We've uh, producer Woogie. Now, Michael Slater was on Twitter telling the PM that he has blood on his hands for closing the border to India. Uh, and that's for the next – that's indefinite closing, a couple, couple of weeks. It's on hold. Um, and there's, you know, uh, potential jail time and massive fines uh, for anyone that does return uh, from, from India. So Michael Slater has, you know, jumped on and had a crack at the PM. Producer Woogie, your poll, what is it for Four Pines, the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats? Has uh, Michael Slater – is he out of line with his comments about the PM saying he has blood on his hands? And you've just been running for the last few hours already. It's been running hot badge yeah. all day. I uh, voted yes. What, he's that he's out, out of line. line? He's out of line. The great Michael Slade, you don't take yeah. into account his batting average, his I did take into account all of that. 
Oh. And it tipped over in favour of the PM. So wow. 60 40 uh, are in favour of the PM. Well, not in mm. favour of the PM, but saying his comments are out of line. Okay. I thought uh, it'd be more than that, actually. 64. Well, yeah, just because you think that way. But um, anyway, you can tell us what you think. Just jump on Sports Day NSW or Sports Day QLD on, uh, on Twitter and you can get on, involved in that. Uh, that poll, um, as we said, we're going to have that. Talk to Peter Bedell from the Courier Mail with that late breaking news about the 17th team. Talk to him all about that pretty soon. And uh, we want you to do this for us. Finish this sentence. Finish this sentence. As I'm going to ask you, first of all, mm-hmm. the one thing I'd change about my footy team is. Am I answering it now? Well, I've just asked you. Um, for my Panthers, the one thing so I'd change So that's definitely your team, your Panthers, isn't it? Yeah, I absolutely. thought it was the Rabbitohs. Seven clubs, but you're sticking with the Panthers. Yeah. Just uh, because the one you're thing a I'd grand hero. About my, can you zip it up, both of you, please? The one thing I'd change about my footy club would be the logo. What? I, I like. I like the logo that what? was. <laughs> I like the logo that was before the current one. I think it was a lot stronger. I really, I really like that logo. Why? Why wouldn't you change That's... the colour of the jersey while you're at it? It's terrible. What? Although dirt doesn't show, show up on it at all. It's... What? No, it's it's well, I, I, the black. That's a great jersey it's compared great to jersey. the old chocolate soldiers. I love the chocolate soldiers jersey. Sorry about that. <laughs> so you'd go back to the chocolates. Anyway, we want to know what you'd change about your footy game. So maybe some heady, heavy hitting stuff too if you want to change, you know, certain personnel at the place or the way it's run or where they play their game. Something, anything, the, the one thing, only one thing you change about your footy team. Our text number is 0477 736 736. Badge, would you uh, get Raiders' wives to get off social media? Would yeah, that be the one thing you'd change I'd there? certainly change that. About uh, about my footy club because um, yeah, a uh, bit bit uh, ordinary, bit controversial. The I stuff that's involved. gone on there with Joe Tapanay's wife. I want to get the, a camera or a recording device oh. inside the meeting with Ricky Stewart and Joseph Tapanay. Oh, that would have been the. Oh, you could sell tickets to that. That'd be gold. Yeah. Mm. You know what I change about my footy? I learnt this uh, when I first went. To Canberra Play to talk to them about playing there. In Canberra? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> that Canberra, the place, well, the national capital, I don't even know, would have been called Canberra. There's a lot of roundabouts. The national capital was almost at Batemans Bay. When they were looking to build this capital to make this, this it was a big drama. Sydney wanted it, Melbourne thought they should be it. And they went, no, hell, well, we'll meet somewhere in the middle. And they decided it was between Batemans Bay and Canberra. Now, I would love to go and play for the Batemans Bay Raiders all those years. So that's what you change about your footy team, that you'd move them to Batemans Bay. I'd move Bay. them to Batemans Bay. Oh. Just a little bit more friendly. That's a punch yeah. in the face it to is. the lovely people of the I AC. I love the people. Yeah. No, no, they can all go too. They're all going. The whole place Could is going imagine? lock, stock and barrel. Could you imagine Canberra's better version, of, version of, uh, of King's Cross? Fishwick, the amount of business that they would lose. There's an industrial area at Batemans Bay that you take it nothing. down there too. No, everyone's – it's all – anyway, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you blokes, you get technical. Seriously. So finish this sentence. The one thing I'd change about my footy team is – and you can text us on 0477-736-736. Hey, hey, um, talk about Raiders, Knights. Something I'd change about the Raiders would be their fullback for the 80s and – I know. Early 90s. Oh. Steve O'Callaghan. Yeah. <laughs> um, Liam Knight. From the Bunnies has joined us. Good work, Wooks. You've only been requesting Knights people lately and... What? Finally, you've got one. Mm. He's going to join what? us. 
very soon. In this fact, is our boys. Can I just say, all jokes aside, this is our only Souths interview this year. Don't stuff it up. Are you complaining about getting him because it'll get back and he mightn't even come on the line? Do, are we on air? Yes, we are. Oh, sorry. All right, let's do this. Sports Day, Sports Update. And we're going to tell you what's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, oh, Team List Tuesday coming up. Some big ins and outs. Uh, Sats, you've got, got a couple there uh, already before we get to that a little bit later on. Yeah, Adam Reynolds, he wasn't named for the bunnies, uh, even though he's not going to have surgery on his thumb. Benji and Cody Walker will be in the halves combination. Alex Johnston goes back to fullback. So they don't lose a lot there in, mm-hmm. in relation to speed and skill. James Tedesco was named last week. We all thought he wasn't going to play. He didn't, but he has been named again to play against the Eels. More to come. We don't know whether the Roosters may sit him out like they have in the past with uh, a lot of their players when it comes to concussion. And Josh Papali'i for the Raiders after having a, a weekend off is uh, back in the starting lineup for the Raiders badge. Beautiful. All right. Um, and as we said off the top, it is official. The battle for Brisbane's second NRL licence to rival the Broncos has begun. Uh, the Courier-Mail revealed that the expansion race has been given the green light. The ARL Commission boss Peter Volandis confirmed the NRL will seek expressions of interest from Queensland's three bid teams. I wonder if there may be any more that haven't shown their hand just yet. But at the moment, uh, well, all that we've heard about in the last well, probably 12 months, uh, the, the team that... Scotty Sattler's involved with. They were the Brisbane Bombers. They've united with another group, uh, the Brisbane Jets, and uh, I think they're going to hang with the Jets' name. Um, the Firehawks from – Yeah, Brisbane Firehawks. Brisbane, and that's from the uh, the eastern suburbs, quite a, uh, a wealthy club there in uh, in Brisbane, and the Redcliffe Dolphins. So uh, plenty to happen. But they've, they're saying that they'll make this decision around uh, which team will make it in around July. So you've got a couple of months to get your act together, Sats. <laughs> start start working out who's going to be doing what. It's going to be nine years, I suppose. A few extra weeks won't hurt. Since what? Since the Titans or <laughs> that you've been doing this? Yeah. Since what? been working on it? You're not allowed to comment on this. You're not allowed to talk about it. You're not that. even allowed well, to. Well, don't ask me the You're question then. Well, I didn't ask. I just, I was you saying. You looked at me and you. you yeah, you I know. But I'm not the one the whose bid is going to be crossed off. A big red line through it because by you, Andrew Abdo. Yeah, because you Peter spoke Volandis. on Sports Day. Okay. Mm. Anything else you want to say about okay. it? <laughs> Can I go? <laughs> All right. Um, now, I said before, Michael Slater slammed the PM for threatening to jail anyone who returns home from India before May 15th. said he's got blood on his hands. Uh, this was the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, hitting back. No, it's obviously absurd. We are in the middle of a raging global pandemic. I think we need a bit of a reality check here, Carl. Just because we can put 100,000 people at the G to watch the footy doesn't mean that the pandemic has gone away. I know how serious it is, and I take my decisions very seriously to keep Australians safe, and I want Australians to keep living that way. And so I'm going to take decisions that keep Australians safe, that are proportionate, and, uh, and, and act with the appropriate support for Australians to get them home as soon as we possibly can. We've already brought 20,000 Australians home from India. Many of those, some of them have gone over there for work and they're seeking to come home now. I just thank them for their patience and ask for their understanding to ensure that we can continue to bring them home safely again after this two-week pause. Was he at an airport waiting to fly somewhere? No, he was, uh, he was in... It's Cattle Week or something in Rocky. Right, okay. So oh, it was outside. Every week's Cattle Week in Rockhampton. The best mixed grill at the Criterion yes. in Rockhampton. 
So yeah, fresh off the farm. Sat, oh. you uh, you guys are both, and I think I am too, leaning with the Prime Minister here and erring on the side of safety uh, because of um, the cons- the dramas that we would have if we did allow uh, a lot of Aussies to come home, mm. even any at this point, and we have another outbreak. I and mean, when we've the best interests of Australia is uh, what he's talking about. So uh, you can join in on um, Woogie's little baby poll. What's it called? Short poll. Short poll uh, on Twitter, Sports Day NSW, Sports Day. QLD is uh, Michael Slater out of line with his comments. Oh, this was Adam Zampa uh, this morning on Gary. Adam, he's overseas, isn't he, somewhere? No, he's in he's Australia. Oh, he's, got, he's back. No. He's, um, he went through Doha. He's in quarantine. Mm. Went through Doha. He was on Gary and Tim uh, talking about uh, Cricket Australia not putting the players ahead of everyone else. I think Cricket Australia won't put the players first over the rest of the Australian population over there. I think that's probably the first thing. Um, they'll be doing everything they can to get the players home, but I don't think the players will get any extra exemptions or anything like that. That's what you're asking. Um, hopefully by that time, you know, the government have looked at the the new rule that they've got in place um, and the repatriation flights do restart so then everyone can get home. But, yeah, I, I don't see the players getting... Um, Anything special, that's for sure. So we heard last week Adam Zampa um, was planning to come home uh, when all of this broke. He's found a a route through Doha and has now arrived back in Melbourne. He's Mm. in his 14-day quarantine, so he should be. But uh, Michael Slater is is currently tweeting from the Maldives where he has left India and gone to the Maldives. and, And we won't know until May 15 is when they'll readdress the situation with India. I mean, there's what it's 9,000 Australians that are in India at the moment. I think last report I read, there was about seven to 800 that are classed as high risk in the areas and where they've been exposed. So we are looking at bringing people back, I suppose, but seeing that it's a, it's a, it's a new strain and we don't know whether this vaccine actually uh, can, can protect you against this, this new strain that has, uh, has been released. Um, Although we don't want to be inhumane and leave people in India, if we can ensure that their surroundings, current surroundings are safe and they have to quarantine for a period of time before they can start looking at routes to get back to Australia, I think it's the only way we can protect the the current population we have here in the country. I I just don't know how you can keep them safe over there. Mm. Anywho, um, moving on, Parramatta's released a statement in relation to Michael Jennings' sets. Yeah, the, uh, this is only mid-afternoon, this afternoon, where they've... More um, late-breaking news. Yeah. You heard it there first. <laughs> they've brought an end to Michael Jennings' playing contract by mutual agreement. Um, of course, he's on a, a, a suspended... Um, a suspended... Uh, contract. Contract at the moment, or um, in relation to testing positive for Legandro and another drug that was in his system as well. And uh, the statement that came out this afternoon was that Paramount Eels and Michael Jennings have today agreed to bring an end to the terms of Mr. Jennings' playing contract. Uh, they're very specific in their wording. And Mr. Jennings is the subject of an ongoing process with the Sports Integrity Australia. And he's been with the Eels since 2016. And based on its experience with Mr. Jennings over the last five years, Parramatta does not consider that Mr. Jennings would intentionally take performance-enhancing substances. So... Now, they've recognised that the Sports Integrity Australia process needs to take some time to play out, and mutually they have parted ways. He was contracted till the end of this year, Parramatta fans, and if you did or did not know, he had an option in his favour for the 2022 season. Mm. So 
the arguments now starts to arise around Katoni Staggs. Coming off contract at the end of this year, he's open to negotiations with, with any p- potential suitor. Freeing up funds. Michael Jennings, the centre, mm. goes down, another centre available in Staggs. So does this start, I suppose... Um, GB fair replacement. Wouldn't he what? Wouldn't he? Be yeah. Outstanding. All right. Hey, I text all through already uh, about uh, what would the one thing you'd change about your club. Change Lotto Land back to Brookvale, the spiritual name. Uh, not sure who that's from, but we do appreciate your text and uh, anyone else wants to join in. 0477-736-736. Big dramas on the uh, part of the Roosters' sats because not only have they got all those players injured, uh, how are they going to retain young gun teenage yeah. halfback Sam Walker? Comes off uh, comes off the end of this year, I think. Yeah, I'm led to believe. But um, he is going to be a struggle, but he will be a priority. And just the names of players they've got already, they've invested in. Tedesco, Kiri, Cordner, uh, Hargreaves, Crichton, Takiaho, Radley, Manu, Tupo, Tupanua, Lindsay Collins, Sam Verrills. Uh, There's around $6 million of your, of your $9.1 million salary cap and so that leaves just over three million dollars for the other 18 players mm. so the the possible option the they will look at the possible option they'll look at and a lot of clubs try and refrain from doing this is maybe giving him a five-year deal but it's back-ended sort of year three year four year five he'd be earning all his money the first couple of years until it can start to offload a few of these older players mm. uh, he won't be earning as much but then again the nrl's got to put a a figure on him of what he would be if he went on the open market. So that's a, another challenge they may have. Absolutely. Uh, that doesn't mean, mention so many other good young players coming through. The, the, the Morris brothers, uh, a lot of players to fit into that $3.1 million. So as you said, yeah, it could be a, a, a back-ended deal. Mm. Uh, Adam Reynolds, we said last night he's avoided surgery on his thumb, could line up for the Bunnies. We will give you those team lists. No, he hasn't been named. There he's, oh, he hasn't been named. He hasn't been he's named. gone. No. Okay, we'll cross that one off the list. Yep. Um Oh, the Titans have beaten the Broncos to another signing. Paul Turner has joined them for uh, 2022. Hey, Carmichael Hunt back at Red Hill yesterday, trial and train contract. He's available as of round 11, so a couple more weeks. He's available if they want to pick him. And they apparently, I'm not happy with this one, the Broncos are holding high-level internal discussions about luring Raiders hooker Josh Hodgson to the club next season. Mm. Keep away from him. Oh, Boyd Cordner could be back soon, Sats. Yeah, round 14 has been penciled in. Uh, for more reports, they'll play the Gold Coast Titans, the Roosters. Um, and for more reports, uh, Boyd Cordner has uh, been really – I mean, they've been really diligent with his, his recovery. Haven't they? Yeah, and Careful. I, I love seeing it. I love seeing it. He has been doing some contact work. From all accounts, has has come away from that contact work very health, very healthily. And um and hasn't suffered any further effects, and so round fourteen still a while away, but just yeah, a good time it, just it, to make sure he's. The question is, the how boxes. does he go when he gets that first accidental whack in the head? Yeah, and you just we're all going to be hoping and praying that he's okay. All right, that's what's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co. The official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, Liam Knight from the South Sydney Rabbitohs will join us very soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival. Australia's first GUV. Now, 
Hot Topic Time. Yeah, for Waratah Fencing, Australian made for over 135 years. Uh, Hot Topic has sort of landed here, Sats, around the cricket, and there's some texts that we've got that are showing a fair bit of passion. We um, we have asked you to to, uh, to join the Twitter poll around whether Michael Slater's comments are, are out of line or not, and you can do that on Sports Day NSW or Sports Day QLD. But these texts, Sats, are, uh, yeah, pretty... can also say in relation to, um, to Michael Slater, is it... He, like a lot of the other players, they knew they were going over there under the current conditions. Mm. And when you go anywhere now, even my wife's going to New Zealand on Thursday to see her parents who she hasn't seen for 18 months. And the first question is, what happens if you get over there and there's another outbreak? Yes. We need to come up with a contingency plan. There's not much we can control. You're making the decision to go over there. So you've got to put up with the fallout if it happens. Absolutely. I've got no doubt the players, and Michael Slater would have thought about that when they went over there. But they went over there because... It's good money, I think, and I think what he's saying is it's 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 very. We maybe we don't understand how dangerous it is for people to be over there, Aussies. Not just talking about the cricketers, he's talking about everyday Aussies, I believe. But listen to this text. G'day guys, Craig here. This stuff from a few entitled cricketers makes me pretty bloody angry. These guys have gone over to play a sport, a game, for huge amounts of money. Do they really want sympathy when so many working-class Aussies have lost their jobs during this COVID rattle? My God, I hope they don't get any special treatment on their return flights. Yes, it's sad the situation in India, India but we, do we risk bringing a new strain of COVID back here when we're starting to recover? I think you might echo the thoughts of, uh, of plenty of people there, um, Craig. So it's good text. Thanks for that. Yes, um, we had another one. You've got Rod That's... from Toronto. He says, great show. If you have the money, you can fly to the UAE, quarantine for two weeks then fly to Australia and quarantine two weeks in Australia. Safe bet for the cricketers. Now, yes, they have got the money, first and foremost. Mm. The next question for the cricketers would be, do I want to be in quarantine for four weeks? But if you really want to get home... If that's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, certainly if you want to get out of that situation over there. But as he said, have you got uh, the money? So... Uh, good stuff. Keep them coming. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. We did also ask... Uh, earlier on, and I'll repeat this one. The one thing I'd change about my footy team, I know it's a lot more light-hearted than the, uh, than the other one, Sats, but we've had a couple of uh, texts in about those. Keep them coming. I'm a long-term Roosters supporter, and the main thing that I would change at the Roosters would be our club to one day be under the salary cap. Oh, <laughs> He's bagging his own that's club. That's Woogie. He's written that for is sure. Is that you? It's not. He must have. No. And, uh, and I would love to see how we would actually go playing the other clubs whose players we've been pinching for years on an even playing No, that, that's not a rooster. That can't be a rooster supporter. <laughs> really, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, hey, Badge and Sats, the change. Oh, this is from Sporting That was Gav. Jerry from Bathurst who actually sent that in. Hi, oh, Badge and Sats, the change I would make to the Newcastle Knights. I would bring in 1997 Premiership winning coach Malcolm Reilly. Today's players don't have enough passion to get through 80 minutes. Mel would be a Whoa. great mentor to help oh, yeah. bring back that hard steel Very defense. good. All right. I just want to mention as well the Justice Hooney Paul Gallenbout's been brought forward nine days to June 16th. Somewhere in Sydney. Haven't confirmed it just yet. Now, Gal reckons it's in case he knocks Hooney out. And I think this is the case. And that, that would incur a 30-day mandatory stand down. Yep. Uh, so if they fought on the original date, June 25, and Justice wouldn't be available for the Olympics if he was KO'd. He yeah. was named in the Olympics team mm. uh, t- squad today for, uh, for boxing. So, so for, for those, I think fair enough in case he gets a sneaky one in. For those out there who are saying, how come he's allowed to box in the Olympics because he's a professional now? 
well, there's been a new mandate that if you have less than 10 professional fights, you can fight in the Olympics as well. So he goes over there with a few professional bouts under his belt. Mm. Mm. Good stuff. All right, that's our hot topic. Waratah fencing, innovative fencing solutions that work. Stick with the best, waratahfencing.com.au. You can shoot us a text anytime, 0477-736-736. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge, Woogie, and... Well, Sats can't even talk in this segment because this is a very important segment. Peter Bedell is on the line uh, who's going to talk to us, uh, Australia's greatest rugby league journalist. Going to tell us what's going on with the the (laughs) late-breaking news today, Peter. How are you, mate? And, uh, yeah, submissions... Officially called for the 17th team in the National Rugby League. Yes, you're a very generous man, Badge. The check's in the mail, buddy. Uh, sure. um, look, uh, yeah, it's a landmark day for rugby league, guys. We last saw expansion in 2007, of course, when the Titans came into the competition. Well, I can tell you that uh, we will see expressions of interest called by the NRL on Friday for the three bid teams to submit their bids to become Queensland's fourth NRL team and Brisbane's second team, the rival of Broncos. So it's significant news, a huge development for the code and a statement of faith in expansion. Now the expansion battle is about to begin. So, yeah, it is. And, and so it's definitely going to happen in Brisbane or the southeast corner, or certainly I'd imagine, we'd all imagine in Brisbane. Will there be only those three uh, bid teams, the the Jets, the Firehawks and the Dolphins, or is it still open for, for other late swoopers? Yeah, I guess, Badge, given that they're looking at expressions of interest, I guess that new terminology suggests that the door's open for other people to make bids, but given the complexity of bids, what they're requiring, the level of detail the bid teams will have to produce, I don't think it would have to be an, an 11th hour operation that would come in. I'd be very surprised if there was a fourth or fifth bid. So, and I must stress, guys, at this stage, expansion is not certain, but what they're saying in NRL is, look, we'll look at the bids, and if the numbers stack up, and if the bids are viable, then we'll go ahead. Now, my information is there there won't be a problem. All three bids are very robust, and they've done their due diligence already, all three bids. So I think, for mine, expansion is a certainty, and I think we'll see a 17th team in 2023, but it's now up to the bids to convince the NRL that growth is necessary. Uh, Pete, if you're wondering mm. why Sats is quiet on this, he's not allowed to talk because he's involved with one of the bids. And, and that, but he uh, is listening. We're just he is warn listening you. to everything you're and, saying. And, and, I'm, t- I'm taking careful. notes. I'm <laughs> taking <laughs> notes. Shh. Sats. Mate, you know yeah, he's talk. on the phone to Wayne Bennett as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Now, Pete, um, if, all sub- if the submissions look great and one, one, uh, one of the submissions is picked, when can we expect that announcement, do you reckon? Yeah, so we'll have a formal announcement in July. So that's always been the time frame that's been put forward by Peter Volandis, the ARL Commission Chief. So the bid, the bids will be given four weeks, I'm told, to compile and implement and submit their documents. So that takes us to the end of May. And so I think then you'll find the Commission will spend June perusing the bids, 
looking at the strength of them and then making a final determination in July. So I think we'll, we'll know we'll definitely know by July whether there is a new team and where they'll be placed. Pete, do you know if the Sydney clubs are on board with a, a, another team in southeast Queensland? Well, there's been some talk about an anti-expansion sentiment from some of the Sydney teams. Look, there's definitely been some concerns. I know the Titans naturally have some concerns about erosion and cannibalisation from a new bid team. Look, I've spoken to a few Sydney teams. I I spoke to Bulldogs CEO Aaron Warburton a couple of weeks ago, and he said, look, if the numbers stack up, he's got no problems. Nick Politis, the Rooster Supremo, he's got no problems with expansion. So, look, I don't think the backlash is as great as first anticipated. I know Peter Valandis and Andrew Abdo, the NRL CEO, have visited the clubs to talk about the pros and cons of expansion and and the fiscal benefits of growing the game. So I, I don't think... It's the it's a major problem like like it was first envisaged. So I think they've provided assurances that the NRL that the clubs will receive the funding that they they're currently getting. So it won't really affect the Sydney clubs. They'll still get the money mm. they're due. So it, all this does is grow participation in Queensland, which is essential. Four weeks to get it done. We that's a, that's not a lot. I mean, it takes me longer to do my tax. So is that, <laughs> we. I don't think Sats. You have a lot of money, though. Sats will be gone for for a month. You are pretty pedantic, but yeah, yeah no, and but, he's got a lot of money. But yeah. I'm, yeah. what I'm saying is, I don't think Sats is going to be here, will you? I mean, oh, how's well. he? How's he? It'll be head down, bum up. Hey, do, Pete, do you know what the uh, the main criteria are, or, or or some of them? Yeah, I do, Badge. So one of the key things will be participation. So that'll be almost a primary factor. They'll be looking at where the big teams can grow, what playing numbers they'll have, the potential for, I guess, expansion in their particular corridors and in terms of engaging junior development, growing more numbers, providing more people playing the game. So that's that's a key factor. Obviously, financial viability will be another major thing. They want to they want to have some assurances, the NRL, that if they bring a new team in, they don't fall over within two years and they have a PR disaster and they mm. have to bail the club out. So the club will have to be financial. And, of course, there's other factors, not not cannibalising the Broncos, Titans or Cowboys, providing assurances that they'll be able to grow the game in their own corridor without encroaching on existing territories. So they're some of the three key factors. And uh, obviously commercial strength, the ability to attract sponsors to the game, yep. which all will then flow into financial stability. So there's a number of boxes to be ticked, but I believe all three bids can do it. And I wonder how much a role the, the actual people that they have on board in their bid teams will will have on this too, because the, the NRL will certainly need to have confidence um, in the people that are going to take over this 17th licence. That's a very good point, Badge. And I must say, I've spoken to all three big teams in my expansion yarns over the last 10 years, and there's been various guises at times, different figures come and go. But I can say, for example, Redcliffe's got a very good bid. Their infrastructure's there. They've got a lot of money. Terry Reid is doing a good job there as the bid chief. And they've got, uh, obviously, the Redcliffe executives who have been around for a long time. So they're established. Obviously, we know the Brisbane Jets, which Sats is on board there. But Nick Livermore and Steve Johnson have a long history in the game. And Brisbane Firehawks have Shane Richardson spearheading their bid. Of course, he was a former NRL strategy chief and he won a premiership at the Rabbitohs as CEO. So you won't get a better credentialed person than Shane Richardson. They're all very three, very credible bids. Stepping away from the NRL teams, is this a threat to the Lions, particularly when it comes around marketing and sponsorship and their growth in southeast Queensland? Well, I think that has to be the strategy, guys. Uh, look, we know, and the NRL Commission are cognizant of this, 
the Lions have set up a new facility at Springfield, ironically, on the very turf that was once rugby league turf. And that's the greatest signpost in all this. The very turf that was once identified as rugby league grassroots has been taken over by the Lions at Springfield with their their facility, which is worth about $70 million. So I guess if the if rugby league wants to strike back, it's a key part of the Western Corridor there. And it, could, it is very much a turf war. So whether... The A-Royal Commission look to go out west to combat the AFL. Maybe they do that. Maybe they go to Redcliffe where they can grow the game in the Northern Corridor. Yeah. So, but that, that's something at the, definitely at the forefront of their minds, growing participation to maintain rugby league as the number one sport in Queensland. Pete, have you got any indications if, if uh, these bid teams, once their submissions are in, um, if I, I expect they won't just be sitting still and they want to send some strong messages to the powers that be, and perhaps they could announce signings, potential signings, if they get the licence. I'm watching Sats and his body language as I say this, Pete, but um, I, I'd imagine that would be on the cards for some of them too. In fact, you know, when you've got a, a very senior coach who says he's coming back to Brisbane soon, I wonder if he, his alignment with any of these clubs would help their chances. Oh, it would absolutely, Benjamin. And the fact is, look, we know from previous histories with start-up clubs that the runway is pretty short. I mean, if they announce in July there's another team and they come in in 23, that gives them 18 months to get their rosters together. Now, that time will fly by. But the big thing is, Badge, as you know, Wayne Bennett will return home in November when his contract ends at South, and he becomes a massive magnet. I mean, I imagine if he goes to Redcliffe or he goes to the Jets, he would bring players instantly. And, of course... There's a lot of players coming off contract next year. Cameron Munster's off at the end of 23, and he's already said if another team comes in, he'll look to come home. So mm. this is a huge carrot for a lot of players. But, uh, yeah, there is someone like Tavita Pangai Jr. is off contract next year. So there's, there's player, there'll be players up for grabs, and it's a good time for managers and players in the game who can drive their, their salaries up for sure. And, where, and where's the best place for Wayne to park his caravan? It's just <laughs> which club's got all the facilities? Don't know. Yeah. Have that one up your sleeve, you're a chance of getting him. That's right. <laughs> hey, I don't want to I don't throw all my eggs into one basket here, but I reckon I'd make a pretty good dolphin mascot in one of those Can suits. you make the dolphin noise? Yeah, I'll have to work on it for a bit. But, I mean, I'd be the fattest dolphin on the planet, but I, they're cute. <laughs> what do you reckon, Badge? Well, the you, kids will love me. You, seriously, you think the dolphins have got this wrapped up? Well, you don't, yeah. Well, they're cute. Nah, I don't know, mate. It's exciting times for the growth of rugby league in southeast Queensland. And, and if the New South Wales clubs are on board, this is, this is great for the game, particularly in its battle uh, against uh, the AFL in southeast Queensland. Pete Bedell, you are the best in the business. Badge says Australia. I'm going to say worldwide. The best <laughs> rugby league journalist worldwide, I say, from the Courier Mail. Pete. Oh, there's some pretty good ones in. Oh, Steve, uh, Steve Maskell's pretty good, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all Second right. Best. Okay. Second Top three. Best. Top three. <laughs> <laughs> Top five. Let's not get carried away. Uh, Pete Medell from the Courier Mail. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. No worries, guys. Anytime. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival. Australia's first GUV.
Sure is. Badger Sats uh, still here with you. Good chat there with uh, Peter Bedell, of course, and that uh, that big news around the 17th team. Scotty Sattler can't say much about it, but um, I can. And uh, it's pretty exciting times in the uh, international rugby league. And I think the great thing is there's no threat. And I think this was one of the problems over the last couple of years. There was always suggestions that a, a Sydney club would have to relocate. Mm. And therefore, uh, they got quite defensive about it. But that's not the threat now. They're looking at 17 and then perhaps 18 Clubs. The first hurdle, Sats, is going to be for those clubs to convince the NRL that this is uh, this is worth happening, worth doing. They're not saying definitely there'll be a seventeenth team. No. I think initially that I think first of all you've got to uh, convince them that there's going to be an add some added value for the NRL, which to means invariably down the track, hopefully there's going to be more money for the clubs as well. Mm. Uh, Fox Fox Sports is they're out past twenty twenty three, so their contract. Uh, runs, I think, 2026, is it? 2027, whatever it may be. But mm. whoever the next broadcaster free-to-air is in, in 2023 onwards, yeah, that's where a new team, that they're thinking with more participation, more eyes on the screens, uh, more commercial partners, whatever it may be, may bring more money to those those do, current clubs. Do you think he said too much already, Woogie? Mm. I mean, I know. No. No Peter Volandis listens, yeah. and you got to be careful, Scott I'm just, Sattler. I'm just I'm sending him a tape. Declare <laughs> a tape discussion. Yes, tape. I found an old uh, <laughs> C60 in the Datsun. Remember as a kid? Remember as a kid when your cassette tape and all the tape used to come out and you used to get a pencil and stick it yeah, in, there and you used had to, to wind, wind it, up. it on. Mm. Mm, very good. Yep. All right. Uh, finish this sentence. The one thing I'd change about my footy team is we've already had a, a few. Uh, Good ones here. Uh, one about the Roosters basically saying that they, they're uh, they no good. But another one, I think this is a genuine Roosters fan. The one thing I'd change about my club is I'd take back the junior clubs stolen by Souths back in 1937. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's, is that, that must be part of the – is that on the Book of Feuds? Yeah, it hurt them for years to come. And, and at mm. one stage, yeah, Souths allowed the Roosters to, to enter their junior competition again and then – the Roosters then went and stole a, a pretty important player. I think it might have been Braith and Astor or whatever it may be. Uh, no, no, that was when they were kicked out of the comp. But it was one of their – it might have been Craig Wing. It's out the front door, Wood. Yeah. Want to go <laughs> no, to the toilet? Uh, what, Hand up. 1937, so 90 years ago nearly. Yep. At what stage do you get over it? What stage? You're only saying that because so it's a Roosters fan. Why have you got and problems with the Roosters, Roosters then? Well, that goes back to 1909 You or should something. be heeding your own advice. Get over it. Yeah, just move on. Uh, Liam Knight not joining us tonight. Guys, well, okay, well, get a hold of him. Rabbitos. Yeah, okay, you're now, a Rabbitos fan. Now, we're on this, the one thing I'd change, finish my sentence. Careful. One thing I'd change about my footy team is, and I've got a spiritual connection, a, a connection with the bunnies. Oh, you have. Your it's dad. It's been part of my DNA ever your since I was just... conceived in the Red Fern Oval dressing room. That, your dad would be Were regarded you? as, if, if not the greatest, one of the top three. You were? That's, I got that. You just, that. you just glossed over, didn't you? Were you? So, were, were you really? As a South DNA, no. I think I can comment on South. So one thing I would change about my footy team, I do class South and Penrith as my footy teams, take them back to Redfern. Rebuild Redfern, mm. take them back. Play there? Play there. Well, I reckon oh, I haven't been there. Have you been to the new – Yeah. I reckon it's outstanding. Big hill, nice little stadium. It's just a boutique little – you, you could see that being a like a 15,000-seat stadium. Oh, probably more with their membership base. I actually got to play there. Yeah, I played there in 1996, actually. They took mm. one game back there. As, it was – I actually – I remember saying to my dad, I said, Dad, where was your, your dressing shed? Where did you used to put your bag? And he said, you walk up the tunnel, turn left – 
that was our home dressing shed. It's now the away dressing shed. Mm. He said, oh, I used to use the furthest hook. So I went in there and someone had their bag on the hook. I just picked it up and just moved it a couple of hooks up, put the bag on there. But it was it was great to play there. Great yeah. to play at Redfern after so tater. many years. And you would have played a few games there. I played a couple you? there, yeah, certainly 86. And um, I think, no, I think in 87 uh, or 88, at one point they went, played some games. Mm. Oh, no, no, the Roosters were playing out of Henson Park. They were. Until the Sydney Football Stadium was built, so. Yeah, did did had a few games there at uh, Another thing I at Redfern. Can't say it was my best experience ever. They used to. I probably heckled you. Yep, I wouldn't have thrown any food at you. No, but you, so they had the no, best hot dogs. No, there. you wouldn't have been there because you weren't supporting South back then. You no, you on wouldn't. Oh, here we go. You weren't even following rugby league. I used to catch the train <laughs> as a twelve-year-old, ten, twelve-year-old to Redfern from Yaguna. Okay, the one thing I'd change about my footy team, the Red Bunnies. I wish the players were available. I wish, yeah, it would be nice if they'd yeah. actually Easy. communicate. Easy, boys. We've hey. just lost our only interview for the year. Yeah. Can I throw another <laughs> one in for um, one thing I'd change about my footy team is the Penrith Panthers, the Reactor One nightclub. Now, listeners out there who have been to Reactor One in the years gone by, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Your feet used to stick to the carpet when you'd walk through carpet, it because yeah, of carpet. all the alcohol that was seeped into the carpet. Spilled and... Sticky old rum and coke yeah. spillage. <laughs> yeah, you got to love that. Um, oh, we did mention uh, at the top of the show as well, and we'll throw it in there again, all games that in the IPL, the Indian Premier League, has been indefinitely suspended. I've just read that the BCCI has uh, said to the players, hey, go home and uh, be with your families. Obviously, I don't mean the Aussies. Mm. Yeah, what, what happens there? What happens to all the international players that are playing over there who can't leave? Just quarantine. Stay in hotels? Or find an exit strategy out of there to another location where they, they have to quarantine for two weeks and then back into Australia, like our listener had texted in. There are some options. It's just a matter of whether they're willing to take them. Well, they can't because or they're rich enough. Well, they're yeah. all rich enough. No, I'm talking about, that's it. Yeah, we're talking about a lot of other oh, people. The locals, so it's yeah. another locals, yeah. There's other people involved with, with the IPL. They're not all of them are getting paid a million dollars to play yeah. in the IPL. There's a lot of other people involved with the uh, – the competitions as well, a competition as well. So, hey, in relation to what would I change with my club in regards to the NRL proposal of aligning bush clubs to the NRL clubs? Great idea, Bad, You've been banging on about this for a while. Which NRL club would be entitled to New South Wales Group One, the Northern Rivers mm-hmm. up near the border, and Group Two North Coast? That's Shane at Coffs Harbour. Now, Shane, I know that the Gold Coast Titans. You don't really have to change it because it's currently their system is that they align themselves with the Northern Rivers as far down as Coffs Harbour and, they, and Sawtell. They're doing a lot more work in the area yeah. too. They're actually doing a, a lot more. And I know since um, since Mel's been involved, he's encouraged that uh, much more. And I, I know some uh, some kids down in that area coming through the system yeah. who have felt more like they belonged. And you know, potentially some of their mates have made Titans squads throughout their teens. So they do feel like they uh, they belong a little bit more than mm. that. But um, I, look, my proposal really is that every area, every club would have uh, an involvement in one of those areas. North yeah. Coast, um, yeah, not so sure. Mm. I mean, that, that might end up being, um, you know, the Bulldogs or, or another club that just hasn't got this, a big enough yeah. area to look after. 
All right, and uh, another text here. One thing I'd change about my footy team would be I'd take Lindsay Collins and Brett Morris off with 25 minutes to go last week. <laughs> Brian and you can yeah, What about all right. Roosters fans coming out of the you're woodwork? Right. They're everywhere. We love you, Roosters fans. Good on you, Brian. Thanks for your text. Anyone else wants to join? The thing you'd change about your footy team is text us on 0477 736 736. What's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats? You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.